I think in this time of year when maybe many people are reflecting and they find joy in, in their beliefs, and I'm not here to challenge that, I'm just actually here to add a little bit of spice to it. I hope you have a Merry Christmas, if that's something you believe in, Happy Holiday, whatever it is that makes your heart fill with joy or love. And that's what, to each our own, you know, without judgment. Am I a Christian? No, not anymore. Um, and I don't say that to rile people up. Generally, I try to avoid <laughs> saying anything about that. Uh, I am none of the above, so you can label me what you want, but I'm really none of the above. I'm, I follow what rings true in my heart, and, and the number one thing is love. Some people call me metaphysical, mm, okay, or new age or whatever. Um, fine, you can label me, but I don't really, labels don't really stick. Uh, what I wanted to talk about real briefly, though, since it is a time of year when I think we can vibrate towards more love, which has always used to be that seemed like the way, uh, it's, which is what I loved about this time of year, is that people maybe are more generous and helpful and um, look out for, and you know, it seemed like, and maybe that's just my perception, but it seems like that's, people are more disrespectful of others. And I don't want to say those to words very much because then it becomes reality. I just see people are more impatient and maybe they kind of throw their opinion around especially with social media and they think it's so wonderful and it's okay to bash other people and or rile them up by starting an argument and I you know we never used to do that or maybe we did but not as much we were more respectful so I'm going to talk about some things that Matthew Ward says about especially you know this time of year but uh, recently um, on on a He's, he's a channeled being, his mother Susie. He died when he was 17, I think it was back in the 80s. And his mother has been channeling him for quite a while. And she released some information. Now, maybe you're not comfortable with channeled beings, okay. But the stuff he says really hits home with me. And more often than not, when I read an article that, where he talks about things, so here's something that caught my attention, and I'm kind of changing the subject now, but for the longest time, I believe that these GMO foods are not healthy for us. And I talked to a farmer maybe a year or two ago, local farmer, he said, no, there's nothing wrong with them. They don't hurt you. He says, they're healthy. They're, why would they be unhealthy? Well, I said, but they altered the food. And he goes, no, it's not a bad thing. Now, the chemicals, he didn't say this, but the chemicals, yeah, okay, that could cause some issues. So Matthew talks about this, and he's always talking about things, and I always look at it, I shake my head, and I go, wow. Seems like a very enlightened being. If this is all made-up stuff, then they're hitting me pretty good with this because it really rings true. But here's what he says. The genetic modification of plants has be that began long ago by crossbreeding and grafting has been accomplished in later years by similar and other methods to produce new types of fruits, vegetables, and other plants. Cotton and flowers, as well as plants resistant to insect infestation. He goes to say that GMO foods are harmful to health, yet a necessity to avoid mass starvation was originated by dark ones to create the low vibrations or concerns of such products. 
and they have been successful in convincing many to believe that false information. Notice that no such grave warning exists about grain seeds that have been darkly designed to be and turned out to be unreproducible. Mm -hmm. So when you try to mess with something, basically what they're saying, right, is that this is something that is given to us, part of what we're meant to have, and we can alter it. But when you try to mess with it in a way that's negative, it's not going to work. Genetically modified foods are not harmful, and there is no reason to avoid them. It is the chemicals and sugar in processed foods that are harmful and should be avoided, according to Matthew. Regardless of what food we eat, expressing thankfulness to the source for making available increases its benefits in body, mind, and spirit. Blessing food and asking that it serve your highest good also adds nutritional value. This is something I believed a long time ago. And I, I never heard it, but I theorized that the reason people gave thanks and blessed their food is because, you know, you think about it, it goes back hundred, it probably goes back hundreds, if not thousands of years. They didn't always have all the food we think we need, all the variety of food. So if you only had corn, for example, or potatoes, you blessed it and you put that good energy and we are the creators of things. So by putting that forward, we were helping ourselves. Were we not? I think so. I think, think about the food that your mom makes and how delicious it is. If you have a mom that cooks, <laughs> cooks well, and then you go, hmm, why is mom's food always better? Because she does it with love. So she's blessing it on her own, really. And we're receiving that. And mom's food is always better, is it not? I think so. And then when I make food at home with my wife or people that come over, I'm putting love into it. And it always, but this to me is good news. Because if you're afraid of GMO foods, maybe you don't have to be. And ultimately, people say, I can't afford to buy the healthiest food all the time. And I would say, then don't worry about it. Because that seems like a racket in itself to buy all these healthiest foods. They, they, the price of these things are so ridiculous when all you have to do perhaps is just send love, which is a blessing, towards whatever it is, an appreciation. And the food, like Matthew Ward says, will be truly healthier for you. Blessing the food. Just like when somebody sneezes. The old saying was that they bless somebody because they thought they were having demons, that a cold was a sign of a demon around you, which kind of makes sense. You know, some people believe disease, there's dark energy that can affect your health and it can cause you to get sick. So they would bless you to get that demon to leave. Makes sense, but I don't necessarily believe it that way, but it doesn't hurt to get blessed. It's always good. People say words now and we don't we don't really meet them, do we? We see them on a reflex. Someone sneezes, bless you. Are we truly trying to bless them? Or we? But even saying the words have power. That's what Matthew's saying. And that was the whole reason I brought this up. That thankfulness, appreciating something, is always going to be in our best interest. Uh, to, one, be, make us healthier. Not just with the foods we eat. So this time of year, when maybe we're more thankful, hopefully, if not, that's whatever. Everybody's got their own journey. I know I'm more thankful. 
I'm a more appreciative of things. And it, it makes me take pause a little bit. And Matthew goes on to say in one of his other articles, he says, these songs that we play this time of year, like Joy to the World, you know, words carry a vibration. And this is why, I can't say it bothers me, but I guess it, I wish people would realize how powerful their words are when they go on Facebook and they drop certain words and they think it's okay. And it's like you're creating a vibration and your lives are maybe going through turmoil well, it's not going to change until you change your vibration. And that means maybe changing the words you choose to use. It's up to you, totally up to you, whatever you want to do. But I look at it as, and I'm not perfect by any means. I use some of those words sometimes. But I don't want to put them in print or put them somewhere where it's reflected over and over again because then it becomes part of reality. And we continue to go down this road. So he talks about the words we chose, the songs we listen to. There's, he says there's music in the heavens, the higher places from here. And it's really meant to lift your soul. And so this time of year, listening to those songs can lift and raise vibration. Totally agree. I think there are songs out there, being in this business, the music business, uh, radio business for as long as I have, there's songs I know that lift me up, and then there are ones I don't want to listen to because they don't. And these are some of the great things. If we can have love for one another, if we, can, we don't have to all belong to the same belief system, nor should we. We can just respect everybody else. But what I find with the people I've talked to that belong to many different faiths and many different beliefs is that the one different, the common denominator, I've had this conversation so many times, and I do it kind of as an experiment to see if I can find common ground. And when we find common ground in love, the love you have for one another, and people know it, and they can feel it, because I can feel it welling up inside me, and they can feel it. And then they often want me to go join their church. <laughs> you need to come to our church because you kind of got it, but you don't have it completely. And it's like, I'm good, but thank you for, for offering to help me. But I love that connection because we all, I think that's our common denominator. And if we all just looked at it that way, then perhaps a lot of things would go away if we just found love. You know, it's going to take compromise. Right now we're going through a very difficult time with the issues on the left and the right, and I'm not here to attack or defend one or the other. Uh, I know what I believe. I'm not going to reveal it. Uh, I think you might catch a little bit of a hint of where, I'm, where I go with things, but I will say that in the end, there's going to have to be compromise by both sides, like there always is if we're going to move forward and the process is going to play out and it's part of what's meant to happen so that we can grow not so that we hate others who don't believe the same way as us i hope we can get past that and see that well perhaps they have a valid point or perhaps they're in the dark and that's their choice at this point and so we have to let go of the need to be right the need to force this down others throats which I see a lot of people doing. Um, and, you know, some of you feel it's an urgent time. I've got to stand up. I've got to say something. 
I understand that. You can get a podcast, but do it respectfully. I think it's always got to be respectfully. It does no good to rile anybody up. All you get is anger and hatred, and then they win. The ones that I call the dark energies, they want that. They want us fighting each other, so they will create situations or put, pit us against each other. Um, you know, for years I heard that the whole political process was rigged, that the two people that made it as far as the choices for, for president, they put in the ones they wanted, so it didn't matter. Now, I don't know if that's still something that's happening, but we get so worked up about these things. We need to realize what's important. What do we need? We need to realize what's not important. We need to realize that neither side, I don't believe either side has all the answers. And we need to stop hating so much those people that don't. And if we feel like there's corruption, or maybe you do not care for the person that's the president, instead of being angry at this person, or maybe you don't care for the Speaker of the House, instead of insulting and attacking, send them love. The only way anything's ever going to get better and people think, oh, that's the weak thing to do. No, it's the strongest thing you can do. Sending love, I mean pure, powerful white love. If you truly tap into it, nothing is more powerful than that. And I've done it a couple of times in my life, life where I focused on sending white light to someone. And twice I've had people respond that told me they either felt it or one was in a coma at the time, and when he came out, he started talking about me, and I hadn't seen him in years, but I had been sending him white light and love. So is it powerful? Absolutely. I believe that. Can it make a change in the world? You want to make a change instead of getting on a political rant? Send love, especially to those that dis. What do they say? Love thy enemies? I think that's a good point. You know, I may not always like my enemies, <laughs> but I can love them, and eventually I can let go and like them as well. It's amazing. I don't know if you've, others of you have been through this, but I feel like I've been pushed a lot in the last year or two to grow. And I think, to me, it's to get balanced so that whatever's coming, if something's coming, whatever's coming, that we need to be balanced beings if we're going to move forward. And we have to let go of so many things. And I've learned to do that. My job has become more intense and uh, stressful if I want to be with that way because there's just more and more added to my plate and I don't you know I could always leave if I didn't want that I I really appreciate some of the people I work with and my boss I think is a great guy but he's caught in a hard position so you know it's a choice it always is and I choose to continue to stay here because I feel this is where I'm meant to be and I feel that everything was kind of orchestrated for now at least to get me to this position that could change you know, so it's teaching me. And these trying times that we're going through have the potential to teach all of us if we let go of our egos and our judgment and our need to be right. And maybe the other side has something that we can learn from. Or maybe we can learn to accept others the way they are. And maybe also we can see that, well, maybe they, they're not they're on a level where they're going to hang on to certain things. I think the more you let go, the more you open your mind, the more you open your heart, 
I think that's the way to go. So I send you, I send you love during this time of year when hopefully we're feeling more love. And if we're not, it's always a choice. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever it is that lifts joy in your heart. 